Welcome to From the Den Podcast, providing Bears and NFL fans alike with compelling news, discussion, and debate. I'm your co-host, Benjamin, joined alongside my dear friend and co-host, Orrin. Hey, Benjamin, let's get right into it. As always, kickoff starts now. Welcome to episode 47 of From the Den, where, oh boy, do we have an off-season to talk about. Free agents. Yes, signing. it's been a crazy off-season so far. Trade. I'm not going to lie to you, Orrin. I'm kind of in, I'm a little bit in NBA mode lately because they are the NBA playoffs. Um, I was in NFL mode, but I've been watching a lot of NBA lately. But hopefully your discussion uh, will jog my memory on some of this stuff. Um, it has been a crazy NFL offseason, so there still is a lot to talk about. So what we're going to do, just for you guys to understand, all the folks listening, is that we're going to go team by team and give them a short 30, 45-second grade and explain why we gave them that grade, who we think was a good signing, a bad signing, just kind of go around that. And I'll start. I can talk about the Cardinals, and I'm going to give them a C-. minus. They really didn't do anything flashy. They Wait, do you want to go by division? I guess I guess we'll go alphabetize. Do you think, think alphabetize alpha, is better alpha, than division? Order is easier. Um, fine, fine, fine. Um, I division would be nice, but okay. Yeah, I'm giving them a C minus because they really did nothing. They re-signed Zach Ertz, re-signed James Conner, and I I really don't like either of those signings. I don't look at anything they did and saying, wow, this is like particularly good. They just had a very, very below average offseason, and it's hard for me to give them anything positive. Yeah, uh, looking at the Cardinals' needs, I guess I'm thinking about what would actually elevate them to the next level. Um what do they do? They got Jeff Gladney. Yeah, they didn't make any big moves, so it's kind of hard to be too happy about anything that happened here. Um, I'm gonna. What did you give them? What did you give them? C C minus. C minus. Yeah, yeah. I'll give them a. I'll give them a C because I think C minus. You know, something. It means something bad. And well, you know what? Yeah, I'll stick with my C. I there's just not 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 a lot to talk about here. Um, not not. Lot super exciting. Moving yep. on to the Atlanta Falcons. This is more interesting because, as you know, the, so the wait, they traded away. What was in the deal for Matt Ryan? I I really don't think they received that much. Maybe a third, fourth round pick. I'm not I'm not sure. I don't really Okay, remember. okay, okay. A third or fourth. They have Marcus Mariota. I doubt that's gonna be the starter. I would say they're probably gonna draft someone. They got an O lineman. I like this. They got Wow, they, they really took all of the Bears players. Okay. Um, yeah, um, this is a solid offseason, I think. I don't think they really overpaid anyone. They, there weren't any huge, splashy moves. Young Waiku got a nice re-signing. So I think for a team that's rebuilding, it wasn't terrible. I'm going to give it a B-. minus. Okay. I'm a bit more critical than you. I'm going to give it a C-. I really don't see anything that they did that I particularly like. Marcus Mirren is fine, but I don't think he's necessarily an improvement over Matt Ryan. Even well, you got to wait. They're obviously going to take someone in the draft. It's He's not their starting quarterback. I understand, but they've done nothing to progress their team. I don't look at anything here. Yeah, but you can't expect every team in free agency to make a splashy move. That doesn't. I don't think that's a fair qualifier to be like, you need to make a splashy move or else. Like, Look it's at what a, Ryan Poles is doing. We'll get, to the, we'll get to the Bears later, but I'm just saying, so far I approve what Ryan Poles has done, but he hasn't made any big moves, you know? And if you're using that mindset, then you could say, oh, Poles, you know, I give Poles a C because he hasn't done anything, but it's not just that. It's about, you know, I don't think they've, like I said, I don't think the Falcons have overpaid anyone, so I think that's worth some credit as well. I 
I don't like their signings because they have a combination of, in a sense, veteran players and in a sense, like younger players, and they have no direction in what they're doing. They signed Casey Hayward, but they also signed Marcus Mariota, and they said Patterson, and they also signed like Damian. Well, okay, Marcus Mariota's a backup. What was Marcus Mariota's contract? I don't know, but it's not even about the money for him. It's the fact that I'm not sure he's a backup. This quarterback draft is very, very, very poor. You're not going to What pick do they have? I don't even think it, it – I, I, my opinion, I don't think it matters. Okay. Uh, you think it doesn't matter what pick they have? I mean I, – I can't see You can that. still get some quarterback talent in every draft. I mean, look at the Mahomes and Watson draft, Trubisky. That was considered I, a – I can't see them going and taking a quarterback in this – taking a quarterback in this draft and being satisfied enough for them to be starting this, this season. Two-year, $18.75 million. I don't yeah, hate it. Not, I do not hate it. I'm not saying it's a bad contract. I'm just saying I don't know what direction this team is going. Are they trying to win? Are they trying to rebuild? Are they trying to – to me, it seems like a team that's going to be very 6-11, six and, six and 7-10, and 10, that that range. And that's like – Yeah, yeah, that's thing. true. That's true. They don't, have, they don't have much. They didn't do anything great. All right, yeah. fine. We'll keep moving. We will keep moving now. Um, Baltimore Ravens, would you like to go, Orn? Yes. I'm going to give the Baltimore Ravens a B-. I think B minus is a relatively solid grade. They they got Patrick Ricard. They re-signed him. I'm from actually I'm not sure they re-signed him. I think he might I, whatever. Not the point. They got an offensive tackle. They got Mar- Michael Pierce, who I'm pretty sure was on the Vic- not the who was on the Vikings before and before that was on the Ravens. And then they signed Marcus Williams to a good amount of money. This is a team that doesn't really have that many holes, and those holes that they did have, they kind of filled them with solid players. They've only signed four players so far, signed what so they still have a lot more moves yet. So that's why I can't give them a high grade because from what they've done so far, it's a very incomplete offseason. But they have the the corners, they have the the main pillars of a solid offseason in place. That's why I give them a B minus so far. Yeah, I think you also have to take into account the context of these moves because if you've got a team that's very good, obviously you don't need a splashy move. Sometimes not doing anything is better than doing things. Um, with this Baltimore Ravens team, they definitely needed a few bigger pieces to go to that next level. Um, I like Marcus Williams. He got a, he got a big deal, five years, $70 million, but they're definitely focusing on this defense. I think the Ravens are a dangerous team, and they, they added a good number of pieces there. But I don't know. None of the There are a lot of big, big players, and I think that the Ravens should have had a chance of landing them, and they didn't do any of that. Um, so I will say I'm like, I don't know. You got, you got the Ravens are definitely an attractive team for some of these free agents. So it's a little bit surprising that they couldn't land any of them considering like, you know, you still don't have great weapons for Lamar. Jack. I mean, um, Marquise Brown and, and um, Mark Andrews are good. Don't get me wrong, but you st- there a lot of wide receivers in free agency. You got Allen Robinson, um, they could have gone for, you know, Khalil Mack, someone else like that, because they are a win-now team. So I'm going to give them a C-plus, actually, because they could have done more. They could have done a lot more. I think that um, getting some splashy player would be a good move for the Ravens, and they hadn't really done that. Okay, 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 Bills. Yeah, Bills. All right, so actually we have a special guest. Our friend. Oh, we got we got a special guest coming on the podcast. Ooh, my mic. What up? Oh, what okay. up? What up? Our my mic friend. almost fell. 
is going to talk to us after we give our opinions and grades about the Buffalo Bills offseason so far, what they've done, and just some, yeah. some interesting things to talk about regarding the Buffalo Bills. So I'll give what I have to say first. I'm going to give the Buffalo Bills a B. They are a solid team with a lot of foundational pieces, and they just need these small little additions to really elevate them to the next level. And that's why I think they did. Taking out the Von Miller deal, a lot of their deals were very under the radar. A lot of Von Miller got one twenty million dollars for six years. How old is Von Miller right now? He's like thirty-two. Let me check. So Von Miller's deal. Let's see, Von Miller. I think he's like thirty-one. He's thirty-three. Thirty-three. He's thirty-three. Von Miller's deal goes until he is 39. Yeah, but the thing is, that is, that's think, crazy. I think there's some, like, obviously, the way contracts are structured is that, for example, you have to look at, like, Danny Trevathan. He was signed to a five-year deal, but the deal was kind of made so that after his third year, he could be cut, and then the Bears would be able to not lose a lot of money. So this, the way this deal is structured is that, even though it is technically a six-year deal, my bet is that after three or four years, he's released, and the, the way it's structured is the Bills don't have to pay that much. But... I really like, for example, the signing of like Duke Johnson, Jameson Crowder, Roger Saffold, like OJ Howard, um, Jordan Phillips, all these like, I would say under the radar players that are going to be able to contribute to this team and make those small differences that elevate the elite teams. I feel like the Bills already had a lot of those guys without these signings, you know, like Duke Johnson, they already had um, Zach Moss and Devin Singletary and who's the third guy? Matt Breda, like, I feel like these are already, like, Bills-type players. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, Jameson but- Crowder is such a Bills wide receiver. He fits in with, like, the Cole Beasley and um, Gabriel Davis, those type of guys. I agree, but I'm saying for a team like the Buffalo Bills, I don't think they have the money, and they don't need to go and sign these big-name free agents to a lot of money and, and potentially put Josh Allen in a position where his team is kind of screwed. They're trying to build their team around their pillars, around Stephon Diggs, around Josh Allen, around a strong defense, around a solid offensive line, you know, around players That's like Dawson, Dawson Knox. I think this kind of epitomizes what the Bills are doing. And that's the reason I, I really like what they've done. And Von Miller, I'm not saying I love the contract. I'm not saying I love the deal, but he does add an aspect to – he does add something to the Bills that I don't think. He adds a veteran expertise. He's just coming off of a Super Bowl win. He's already won two, three Super Bowls, two Super Bowls. So, yeah, that's a great addition because. A player like Von Miller. Is yeah, a- not only in being a very talented player, but also he's got a lot of expertise, especially in the playoffs. And that's what they're looking for. So, yeah, I like this. I give, I give, I'll give it a B. I'll give it a B. All right. Let's hear what. All right. Different Can I add in real quick? Yes. Mm-hmm. Right, I'm going to give them a A minus. Can you guys hear me all right? Yes. Yeah. All right, yeah, yeah. I'm going to give them an A minus. Here's why. So when you're this good of a team, right? When you're an AFC contender, you have Josh Allen at quarterback, great weapons. It's hard to get that much better, right? And like you guys noted, Von Miller on this, even though it's a big deal, they're in win now mode. So if they can just get one or maybe two championships, it's all worth it. Despite the contract when Von Miller is at 39 or whatever he'll be, it'll be worth it. So even though they didn't add like the most standout players, they they did enough to like keep them going because there are they don't really need anyone to get better. They're already good, and they could have won it this year, but they lost because the overtime rule. So I think because of that, it's like hard to not give them below an A in my opinion. But it is true that when a lot of the other AFC teams are building themselves up, like the Chargers or the 
Broncos, it's kind of scary to see that the, I mean, the Bills trust what they have now, but hopefully they can survive against these teams. They do have chemistry. They're going right. for chemistry. No, that's, that's fair. That's what they're going that's for. Also like, Instead of just like wanna... the super team. Yeah, what was that? No, yeah, no, that's fair. But you also don't want to like mess anything up, you know? You don't want to like bring in a star receiver when you have Stephon Diggs. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. That's true. All right, we can go on to the Panthers now. Um, what's your take, Avi? Go. Ooh, Panthers. Unless okay, um, we can we can do we can someone else can go if you don't want. Give me give me a quick minute and then I'll. I get to I'll yeah, talk about yeah. the Panthers quickly. I'm going to give them a very solid A minus grade. I really like what they've done. I think they've gotten a lot of players for a very solid bargain. You look at who they got: a player like Rashard Higgins, a player like Austin Corbett. Who's their GM? Who's their? G- I don't. I have no I, idea. I don't know. They got Bradley Bozeman, Matt Ioannidis, all these solid Corey Littleton, Dante Jackson. They're not they're not paying that much money. Xavier Woods. They got Zane Gonzalez and Johnny Hacker, which I mean are also kicker and punter, so I wouldn't say they're that important. But I think they've really improved their team while not having to spend that much money. You look at these free agents, it's very hard to find a lot of elite, elite free agents. And I don't think they were looking for that top tier free agent, like the Von Millers, like the Allen Robinson, like those type of players. I think that they were trying to find the the second crop and really get a solid deal on those players. Like a player like Austin Corbett, who's making around 10 mil a year for an offensive lineman. He's a pretty good offensive lineman. Matt Ioannidis is only making six mil. You have a lot of these players. I really like what they've gotten for a bargain. And even though I think they have a lot of other issues to figure out for their team, I think this is a good stepping stone for a team that clearly is trying to win right now. And the way that they played this offseason goes to show that they're, they're, they're here to contend. Okay, okay. I'm not going to lie. Considering this was such a crazy offseason, this is making me realize how many teams did things that I had no idea about. Like, there are the big teams, yeah, there are the big splash teams, say, and then yeah. you got the Panthers. Like, yeah, I mean, I guess they did well, but I cannot tell you any of these players. If you said, what do the, the Panthers do over the offseason? I could not tell you any of this. Um, They got Xavier Woods, so that's that's a good signing. I like it. Um. It's good for a rebuilding team again. Like there's I guess there's there's not much else you can ask for. Um because uh, like you're saying you you know you're not going to get a huge splashy guy because you don't want to give a lot of money when you're a rebuilding team right now. Um I'm going to give it a B just because it's nothing all that impressive, but it was a lot of good value guys. All right. Yeah, real just to add on real quick. I'll also give it a B. Nothing too major. Blake Ben didn't hear a lot about it over the offseason just because all the other big signings. Uh, don't have too much to say, though. Mm-hmm. Just mediocre. All right. I think that because of time, I think each of us should just talk about, like, one specific team from now on. But I think we all have to talk about the Chicago Bears, our beloved Bears. Talk about what we yes. think about their signings. I'm going to hear your opinions first, and then I'll go with mine. Okay, Avi, do you want to do this one first? Um... Okay, you're fine. I'll go. I'll go. Give me, I'll go. Give me I'll go. a little bit. I, I had to think too, but I'm going to go. I'm going to go. So, the Bears bring in new GM Ryan Poles. Has a lot different strategy than Ryan Pace, I would say. Being frugal, but, you know, I like it. I, I really respect what happened with the uh, Bengals defensive guy. Sorry. <laughs> I'm a little rusty on the names. Or, well, Larry Ogunjobi. Yeah. Larry Ogunjobi. Um. I think that says a lot about what Poles is trying to do here. Um, of course, it would be a good signing, but he's not like 
and Larry Ogunjobi didn't pass his physical and he wasn't signed and it's a bummer but that gives me a lot of respect for what he's trying to do it makes me believe that like he's trying to be genuine here um let's see Latavius yeah they he went for the bargain deals for sure in fact no one was signed the most was 12 million dollars two years that I'm looking at here um I think that this is definitely like putting context this is definitely like a rebuilding year for the Bears there's not like this is this is like step one step two in a long process so I'm gonna give it a B just because like it, they did what they could, and I'm interested to see what they'll do in the draft. Um, he's being smart, but they could have done better things. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I'll go B. I'll go B. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go B minus, and here's why. I feel like I feel like our offensive line is still like. I mean, we're gonna have to wait and see. I'm a little scared for it though. I feel like we still have a lot of holes. Um, we'll see what happens. Obviously, we still. Have, the draft and everything else so we got a lot of time but just through free agency i don't know this could just be me because like past years pace was trying to win so we were i was in this mindset like we got to make the big moves but now with polls it's like he's he's in no rush he's been handed the keys for at least a few years like to rebuild make it his team and i can't blame him for like not doing anything big because there would be nothing that would make us like a contender now unless we got like Aaron Rodgers, like someone like some crazy quarterback. There would be nothing that we could do to just like instantly make us a contender. But so, you know, I'm going to change it to a B plus. I'm going to change my B minus to a B plus because mm-hmm. I can't complain, but there's also nothing to like congratulate him on so far. Unbiasedly, I'm going to give them a C plus. Um, I think that some of these signings are solid underrated signings. But once again, if this is a rebuilding team, these players, they didn't sign any players to a long contract, not money-wise, to more than a two-year contract. So if this team is truly rebuilding, I don't know if these players are going to be here in one year or in two years. So I don't know how significant these signings are. These signings could just easily be bridge players and just players to contend so that like they're not losing every single game, right? But, for example, a player like Justin Jones, a player like Lucas Patrick, Nicholas Moreau, like all these players could end up being good players. But they could easily also just be bridge players for the players that Ryan Poles is eventually going to get through the draft, through free agency when they have a lot of money next year. So I'm saying C-plus because I don't see anything unique and these players can end up not meaning much. Interesting. Okay, the Bengals got Michael Thomas? Not, not, no idea. Different, different Michael Thomas. Different one, different one. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> wow, I was okay, okay, okay. Never mind then. Um, who wants to speak for the Bengals? Um, I can speak for the Bengals. I'm gonna give the Bengals an A. I really like what the Bengals have done so far this offseason. Their biggest three free agent signings have been Cowboys offensive tackle, Lyle Collins, Buccaneers offensive guard, Alex Kappa, and Patriots center, Ted Karras. Joe Burrow's biggest concern is his injuries. That is his biggest concern. And his, the whole thing was that, oh, instead of taking Penny Sewell, they took Jamar Chase. That thing was the wrong thing. Jamar Chase is an unbelievable player. But they really need, had to need an offensive lineman, especially considering who their quarterback was. And I truly believe that them bringing in these big, solid offensive linemen is going to be able to protect Joe Burrow to keep him durable 
because once again, the Bengals aren't playing this so that Joe, Bur- Joe Burrow doesn't get hurt for one or two seasons. They want him to be their franchise quarterback for years and years to come. And this, these signings, ins- not ensure that, but make it a lot more likely that he's going to be an elite player for a long, long time because he for sure has the talent. They also signed a player like Hayden Hurst, like a player like B.J. Hill. They didn't sign. I think they re-signed Eli Apple, Jesse Bates. They kept their core around. They added a few under-the-radar players, and they signed offensive linemen. I really like what they did. And I think you can make the argument that they had one of the best off-seasons of the, one of the best off-seasons for any team. Really? I agree with you. I agree with you. I gave the Bengals an A, and they're still not making the playoffs. Whoa. What? Whoa. Yeah, I rest my case. Bengals are not making the playoffs. AFC is too good. They're going to slump incoming. I'll get to that in a later episode. I give Bengals an A. They're not making the playoffs. Just just oh. wanted to keep that. Just want to keep the opinion circulating so that when I'm right, I can refer back to it. What? Um, let's talk about the Browns. Any of you guys want to wait, talk about wait, wait, What's your grade? What's your Browns grade? is a crazy team to talk about. Okay, okay. Browns is Browns? crazy. Yeah. All right. Okay. So I'm Ben, you want to talk or should I? No, no, you got it. You got it. All right. Brown, I'm giving them a straight A. They added Deshaun Watson, elite level quarterback, and they got Amari Cooper. Like, bam, already the offense is just unreal. Um, I mean, I, I just I don't get how you can give less than an A. Uh, their defense is already solid from what I remember. Uh, it was really good. And then their offense just got a huge upgrade because Baker Mayfield was just I don't know. He was he wasn't even that bad. Or just he was always injured and he was playing through the injuries, and he just couldn't perform to a peak level. But when you add, I mean, we'll see how Watson does. He hasn't played in the year, but I personally think he'll still do fine. So I'm gonna give him an A. I'm gonna go B plus. All right. I'm gonna say A minus. All right. Dallas Cowboys. You know what? I'll go on this one. I say B. I think they've had a very mediocre offseason. Haven't done anything splashy. Haven't done anything bad. Signed James Washington. Signed, re-signed Schultz. Re-signed Lynn Vanderesh. Signed Miguel to a big contract. They signed to players like Malik Hooker, J. Ron Curse, Dante Fowler. Solid players. Nobody that's going to transform this team to lose. This offseason is not going to cause this team to lose three or four games or to to, to lose three or four more games than last year or to win three or four more games than last year. This offseason has kept them at exactly where they were last year. And their status is going to really depend, in my opinion, a lot more on how Prescott does, how Mike McCarthy does, and things of that sort. I give them a B. I give them a C plus. Yeah, I do. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go straight B minus. Denver Broncos, I got it. Okay, give me a. Ooh, uh, give me a B plus. Give me a B plus. You know what? I like the Russell Wilson trade a lot. I do. I think I'm not concerned about the whole thing about Russ's thumb. I think Russell Wilson is a great talent, and he's gonna do well in this offense. Um. They also had good signings like uh, Randy Gregory, but they paid a heavy price for both Russell Wilson and Randy Gregory. It's not like they gave up just draft picks. They gave up, um, who's the defensive guy they had to give up? Shelby Harris, right? Yeah, and they had to give up Noah Fant. Shelby Harris, they had to give up real players, real weapons. Um, I do think that the Broncos are going to make the playoffs and Russell Wilson will elevate this team significantly. Um, So I'm going to give it a B plus just because trading for 
honestly, just trading for Russ alone, even though it was a heavy price, in my opinion, it was worth it. Um, but that heavy price is going to leave it at a B plus for me. I know this is a polarizing, definitely one of the most polarizing uh, teams and free agency decisions out there. Yeah. Um, all right. I think we can go into the Lions. Come on. Let me know your thoughts. Just, just say right, it. Say it, it, say it, say it. Right. C plus, okay. C plus, C plus. I'm going to give them a B plus. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just oh, one. I'll say one thing. No, he won't. I guess he will not say one thing really quickly because he <laughs> lost his Wi-Fi. That is a shame. Um, we're gonna move on to the Lions. Sorry about that, Avi. Um, Orin, you want to take the Lions? I would love to. I'm gonna give the Lions a B. I actually think what the Lions have done so far has been solid, not unbelievable. But they have filled a lot of holes with solid players. This Lions team is far from contending. Really, really, really far from contending. And these moves are clearly not contending moves. Their starting quarterback is Jared Goff. They know that he's not going to lead them to the playoffs. So what have they done? They bring in a player like DJ Chark. They bring in a they re they re-sign Khalif Raymond and Josh. But Reynolds. why is it for one year? Why are they giving DJ Chark 10 million, honestly? Why they bring him in so that maybe they can if he does well, they can sign him again, keep him in Detroit. I'm saying that these signings. I get that the Bears thing, I said that they're bridge signings, and these signings could also be bridge signings. But in my opinion, the Bears and Lions are in are different situations. And when I look at this team, I see a lot of players that for the Lions, a team that just really is not trying to win, a lot of players that are here to prove it. A player like DJ Chark, I think, could end up being really, really good. You could come and prove it. You have a lot of these players, a lot of these, a lot of the people that they've signed have the opportunity to come in and prove it and re-sign for a larger contract. And then those will be their pillars for their team, for their upcoming team of success. Now it's the Lions. So I really can't say that they're going to have an upcoming team of success. But in theory, in theory, their upcoming team of success. Nah, I got to give this a C plus. I, I, I don't like it. I mean, they're, they're bad. Maybe I just can't see them past them being bad. I give it a C plus. Okay, Packers. Give me the Packers. Give me the Packers. After the Aaron Rodgers scare, Aaron Rodgers is back, but it comes with a heavy price of Devontae Adams. See, it's kind of hard to grade this offseason for the Packers, I'd say, because a lot of it was inevitable. It's not like there was conscious choices. It's not like they wanted to trade away Devontae Adams, but they just didn't have the salary cap. So um, it's it's interesting to make to make a call on the grade in that context. Um, let's see what they did. They got Pat O'Donnell, so that immediately um, bumps up their grade. Just kidding, just kidding. Um, so when you look at their actual signings, it's not even that many people, but obviously the whole Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams was consuming everything for them. Um, what do they get in return for Devontae Adams? Two firsts and two seconds, I'm pretty sure. Really? Oh, no, 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 I'm wrong. First and no, 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 no. a second. First and a second, okay. Uh, how much was Devontae Adams worth in money? <laughs> did they save a good amount? 20, 29 mil. 30 mil. Mm. This offseason is still a C. Even though, you know, there's external, like, it's not all the GM's fault because, you know, you're in a bad situation from what you did the last year. Um, Aaron Rodgers can win as many MVPs as he wants with Devontae Adams. He didn't have enough weapons to take it fully. So, training away Devontae Adams. <laughs> for this for this Aaron Rodgers who's only getting ever more frustrated with the organization is putting them in a really bad situation. Um, you know what? No, C minus, C minus. Kind of the, <laughs> like, there's no, they did nothing good. Yeah. You know what? Away. D plus. 
D plus. Screw okay. it. Okay. I'm going Trade, all the way down. D trading away Adams is kind of counterintuitive. They did nothing good. They did nothing good. They they traded away Adams because they had to. Um, there's no positive. They were just trying to compensate for what happened the last time. Like, there's no. It, considering the the Packers lost in the NFC Championship last year, there's no reason to look at this team now and be like, "This is the year they make the Super Bowl." Aside from just banking on dumb, like not dumb luck. Aside from just banking on that Aaron Rodgers goes crazy, but like, yeah, he's gone crazy the past two seasons and with Devontae Adams, and they still haven't made the Super Bowl. So just yeah, I don't I don't like it. Not good for their team. I'm curious to see if they finally draft some weapons for Rodgers in the draft, but. D. It's a D. Yeah. Not even a D plus. It's a D. I'm gonna give you? them a C plus because hear me out. Because even though the Adams thing doesn't look so good, you also have to look at they got Devondre Campbell, a all pro linebacker for 10 million a year. They re-signed Rasul Douglas, seven million a year. They got Jaron Reed, a solid defensive tackle for I think three mil. They got Sammy Watkins for like Two mil, resigned Robert Tanyan for cheap, got Pat O'Donnell for cheap. But taking out the taking out the Devontae Adams aspect of it, they did every single possible thing well, aside from that. I would give this offseason an A minus if not for the Devontae Adams. Their the problem thing, but- wasn't the defense. Oh, you know what? You know what? They got Rich Bisaccio. They got Rich Bisaccio. Okay, my ever fluctuating grade goes back to a C minus. C-minus okay. is my final grade because they got Rich Bisaccio, and that was honestly not even Rogers' weapons. The special teams was honestly the reason the Packers lost, and they got arguably the best special teams coach in the league. Probably yeah. not, but just uh, the, the only special teams coach who I know by name. So because of that, he's the best in the league. Yes. All right. Texans, I'll go quick. I'm going to give them a straight C-minus. C-minus, in my opinion, is just pretty below average. They did nothing exceptional. I look at who they signed. I don't really see anyone that's going to elevate their team that much. They're not a very good team. They don't have Watson. They don't have that much to do. They're just going to lose a bunch of games. Hopefully, Davis Mills is good because, honestly, that would be a steal if they got him in the third Give me a C. Give me a C for the Texans. A little bit above Oren. Um, I'm looking for the Texans to not be as bad as you think, but still pretty stinking bad. Okay, Indianapolis Colts. Give me the Indianapolis Colts. You know what? I don't know why. I just have a feeling. I just have a feeling Matty Ice is going to make it work in Coltsville in Indianapolis. Um, don't think that's that bad of a price. I think it's a very fair price if you're not going to call it a steal for Matt Ryan. Um, let's see. They improve that offensive line. Got Yannick Nagakwe. Yeah, I really like this for the Colts. I'm going to give the Colts a B. I'm going to give this a B. I'm going to give them a some B. Solid moves. I'm going to give them a B minus. I think they had a solid offseason. Nothing too exceptional. Jacksonville Jaguars, I give an F. They, they just deserve an F. <laughs> It is so atrocious what they did. Atrocious. Yeah, yes, Christian you're right. Kirk for four years, I think it was like 84 mil altogether with incentives. Um, Zay Jones is making 8 mil a year, three years, $24 million. I'm pretty sure it's even more with incentives. Evan Ingram's one year, 9 mil. You know what? Brandon Sheriff's a solid signing three years, 50 mil, but that's a lot of money for someone who I think is 30 years old. They signed few defensive players who are okay, not really good for like 10, 15 mil a year. I don't know what the hell they're doing. Like, so confused. Okay, okay, okay. I give it a D for the entertainment value alone. Come on, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. It's worth more than an F. All right, Kansas City Chiefs. Woo! 
this one's crazy. They got Juju Smith-Schuster, which kind of flew under the radar, um, considering all of the other signings going on. Of course, they lost Tyreek Hill for the price of Oren. Go. Tyreek Hill, I'm pretty sure it was a first and a second. I'm not sure. Okay, a first and a second. Um, Not great. Not really a great offseason. They still are the um, Kansas City Chiefs, of course, so they're good. But I'm looking, it's not like anything really upgraded their team that much. They just traded Tyreek Hill. That was it. Well, um, it, was, it was a first, and, second, fourth, fourth, and sixth. But First, second. Okay, I give it a... I give it a C plus. I give it a C plus. I'm gonna give it a B minus, just for the fact that I don't think the Tyreek Hill trade is as bad as it looks. I think Mahomes and I he'll think, make it work. That's true. He will make it work. I think I think Hill is good, but I could. I'm not gonna say Michael Hardman is Tyreek Hill. This is actually so interesting because there's sorry, sorry, but just over the years, there's been so many arguments about Tyreek Hill being carried by Mahomes. I actually was a supporter of that argument, but then eventually saw Tyreek Hill, and I'm like, okay, he's better than just Mahomes alone. But it's going to be so interesting to go from uh, Mahomes to Tua just to see how Tyreek Hill performs. Yeah, 100%. And I, I'm i not – I give them a B- minus just for soul effects. Juju, I think is a solid sign. Oh, you know what? You know what? You know what? They did cut uh, Daniel Sorensen, so that's an F. Ha, ha, ha. Just kidding. Good play. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean – He's playing some under the radar people. Justin Reed is solid. Austin Reader is solid. Nothing too exceptional, but I like what they did. Okay, you can take the Raiders here. I think I'm going to give some input. A minus. I really like what they've done. They got Devontae Adams, which just in itself is very, very good. Chandler Jones went under the radar. They signed Chandler Jones for. 17 million. Chandler Jones is unfreaking believable. Kyler Fackrell, they got Rockison, um, Anthony Everett, Bilal Nichols. We love Bilal Nichols. Jacob Hollister, that's a throwback. Marcus Robinson. They got a lot of solid players. The reason I'm not giving them an A is because they didn't really get, they got a lot of solid players and they really like, I really like Chandler Jones and Devontae Adams. But it's not like they got them for a bargain. They had to trade a first and a second, and now we're playing Devontae Adams like 29 million a year. Not that it's not worth it, but it's hard to give someone an A when you have to give up that much. Yeah, yeah. I give the Raiders a B plus for the same reason you give them an A minus. Great signings for this season could screw them in the future. But there's enough potential that it's a B plus. You can go for the Chargers. Or- Los Angeles Chargers. Woo, this is crazy. Um Let's just give a little scan over this. A minus. A minus. Same thing. You know what? I'm sorry. Maybe I think I just have Chargers bias. I like Herbert more than Derek Carr. Chargers and Raiders did a similar thing. Paying, um, you could say, you know, paying uh, Mike Williams a a big contract, but especially Khalil Mack, who is aging, a big contract. They're in win-now mode, but... I'm going to be real. Maybe I just like the Chargers more. I mean, I do like the Chargers more. I like Justin Herbert more. I think they actually do have more of a chance to win now with this team. That's why I'm giving it an A-. minus. I'm so lame. I'm giving them an A- minus as well. So yeah. lame. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. I actually really like Khalil Mack. I really like JC Jackson. If you look at the Chargers on the offensive side of the ball, they really don't have that many flaws, in my opinion. Obviously, they could improve something here, something there. But they have Keenan Allen, Justin Herbert, um, Austin Eckler, they signed Gerald Everett. They re-signed Mike Williams. 
they have um what's his name from Northwestern? Why am I blinging on his name? Oh, um, Justin Jackson. Off- no, the offensive lineman. I do love Justin Jackson though. Um, oh, Rayshon Slater. Rayshon Slater. Rayshon Slater. Yeah, they have solid pieces. They have. <laughs> like I thought of Justin Jackson first. Yeah, but yeah. They have a lot of solid pieces. I really like what they did. A minus. All right, nice. Um, Rams. I got it. I got it. The Rams are going to get a B plus. Somehow they managed to not cut their entire team after seemingly playing with the salary cap off. Yes, uh, last year they did lose Robert Woods and they re-signed Allen Robinson. I give it a B plus. I'm a little bit. I'm, I'm just interested to see how Robinson will fit in this offense, but I'm confident enough in McVay to know it was a good move. And they like retain most of their team aside from Von Miller, but they did lose a little guy. So B plus is where I'm putting them. I'm going to give them a B. Um, I like the Robinson move, but I think Robinson and Woods are kind of replaced like interchangeable. Like maybe you could argue one's a little better than the other, but I don't really see that that one's that much better than the other. I don't really understand why that move was made, mm-hmm. but it was made. Oh, I, okay. Um, they re-signed Brian Allen, Joe Noteboom. Not 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 too bad. I like what they did. Solid, solid offseason. All right, you take the Dolphins. Go. Miami Dolphins. Okay. This is a very interesting team. I'm going to yeah. give them an, an A minus because I actually really like what they did. Connor Williams, I think they got out of the bargain. Taron Armstead, 15 million a year for honestly one of the best offensive linemen if he's healthy. Franchise tag Mike Kosecki. They got Tyreek Hill, obviously, via trade, which is huge. And they got a few solid pieces, like Teddy Bridgewater is a solid backup. I, I like what they did. Uh, I'm going to give the Dolphins an A- minus as well. I think the GM did the best he could. I don't have that much faith in Tua. I'm sorry. He did. He worked with what he had, but I, that doesn't mean I think this is going to be a good team. But he 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 surrounded Tua the best he could. So that's why I got to give it an A-. minus. Yeah. All right. Minnesota Vikings, I'm going to give them a C. Really nothing I see here that's exceptional. I don't think they really improve their team. Zedaria Smith doesn't really scare me. Never really has. Harrison Phillips is a fine defensive tackle. And Jordan Hicks is solid. I think that was a good signing by them. But besides that, I don't really see anything that I'm like, wow, this is good. Yeah, I might give him a C-. minus. I mean, Zedaria Smith is a very good signing. But Minnesota is such a middle-of-the-pack team. They need some direction. And this is just setting them up for another season of mediocrity. New England Patriots. Okay. Um, mostly O-line signings. Patriots doing their Patriots things. Um, last year was their huge year. This year, not much to look at. Um, I'm going to give the Pats a B-. I'm going to be honest. I trust the Pats that they, they did the right deals. Um, it, it looks fine to me. It looks nice. I'm going to give them a C-. minus. I look at this. I really don't see anything that's like exceptional, anything unbelievable. I think that a Patriots team that's in such a competitive AFC, AFC in general should understand that to be able to elevate their team and to be able to win, they really need to improve. And to be honest, Patriots roster really isn't that good. Like it just really isn't that elite. No, and it's not, but they're the Patriots. So they're going to make the playoffs. Don't you worry. Patriots, and I'm not saying they're going to be bad. I'm trying mm-hmm. to say is that in such a competitive AFC, even with Belichick and even with little Tom Brady, Mac Jones, whatever you want to say, they're not going to be able to win against a division that is so incredibly competitive and good. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, New Orleans Saints. Didn't they, like, lose everything everywhere? You can take the Saints. You can go. Yeah. I'm going to give them, like, a C-. minus. 
they signed James Winston to $14 million a year. They really haven't done anything exceptional. I just can't see them being very good this year. C minus. Um, yeah, I'm gonna agree. I'm gonna give him a C minus because you know, no, give me a D plus on the Saints. Like, what are what is going on? They lost a lot of money. They're they're in like no man's land. D plus, really just bad bad offseason for the Saints. Giants, New York Giants. I'm giving them literally a D. The only player that I could like, they signed Mark Lewinsky. I, okay, cool. Like, this is a team that signed nobodies, and their team is full of nobodies. Like, what are you doing? I don't know. <laughs> it is really bad. That is really bad. I'm giving them a D. I thought it would um, be- I have a little bit more uh, faith for the Giants, and I think that they didn't, at least they didn't, oh, no, just kidding. Mark Kowinski threw his 20 mil. I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it a C. I have a little more hope for the Giants just to see what they do. Yeah, I'm going to give it a C. I think we'll leave it at that. All right. The New York Jets. Again, the New York Jets, a team that comes second to all the wide receivers in when they're the ones that they're competing for. I look at this team. They sign a bunch of mediocre players. I'm going to give them a C. Very mediocre offseason. Again, a team that I don't really see competing for that much. They signed a few players that'll make them less incompetent because the Jets often seem pretty incompetent. But um, yeah, I don't see anything exceptional. I don't like this at all. C minus. Really needed an O line, maybe. Um, I just want to see the development of Zach Wilson, and there's nothing that gives me confidence that he's going to develop. I mean, I shouldn't say that way. I'm, I'm saying it's not on him. I'm just saying. There's no line. He was getting killed all year, and that's disappointing. There's one offensive guard, Dan Feeney, but yeah. Okay, uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Let's look for a second. I really go- not a lot. Yeah, you can go. Um, I'm going to give them a D plus. Again, I really don't know what direction the Eagles are going in. Um, they're a team that they signed Hassan Reddick, and then they did nothing else. I, I, I Again... There's a lot of teams that I understand, like, why they don't sign a lot of players. To me, the Eagles are a team that has some talent, but not enough. And staying still and being mediocre is just not going to do it. Just not. I hate teams that sell for mediocrity. Either suck or be very good. And I'm not advocating for teams to rebuild. and to just, I mean, to tank. I'm advocating for teams to understand that, like, if you're almost there, don't stop. Keep going. Become elite. I don't think the Eagles who, who would that. stop if they're almost there? Is that a thing that happens? I'm saying the Eagles are not that far off. The Eagles have talent. They're not that far off, but it feels like they're just stopping. Yeah, they're not they're not really pushing for guys. They're not pushing for guys, exactly. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. to me, that's it's the becoming, worst. I think especially the Rams started something where people are realizing they gotta go make a push for their guys. They gotta put all their chips on the table if they wanna um exactly. Yeah, get their guy. I, I know what you're saying, um, but just on face value, it's not like this is the worst thing in the world. Um, but they are kind of a directionless team. I give it a C minus. Okay, cool. Steelers. Very interesting. Very interesting indeed. <sighs> Wait, what? James Daniels on the Steelers? Yeah, you didn't know that? No, I did not. Yeah, he is. Who's our offensive line? Oh my god, I thought we had James Daniels. Did we cut James Daniels? No, he was just a free agent. 
The guy from the Iowa guy. Yeah, you you know James Daniels. Yeah, I. What happened to him being all good and what? Who's our line? He's all good, but he the way he played like Poles is all like I want aggressive people and I want people maulers and that's not who he was. So who do we have on the O line? We have Tevin Jenkins, and Cody Whitehair, and Lucas Patrick. He's new. Yeah, and Larry Borm, and we need to get oh Larry Borm. And we were gonna sign Ryan Bates, but then he got. And we're, we'll get another offensive lineman for the draft. Or so do you think we have a good O line? Good O line. I bet you it's better than last year, just for the sole fact that Jenkins and Borm will develop. But why do we let J- Daniels go? Because. I mean, he's getting paid almost thirty million a year for three years, and they they just didn't see that much in him. I'm not saying it's the right or wrong thing. It's he wasn't that unbelievable. All right then. Um, <sighs> Mitchell Trubisky, obviously a huge signing. They're drafting a quarterback for sure, but I <laughs> I think it'd be so fun if Mitchell Trubisky played. I would. Um, this is kind of a, a rebuilding team, and let's see. I think a guard is a good signing for a rebuild. Like they got two. You know what? I like this. I'm gonna giving this. I'm gonna give this a B. I'm gonna give this a B. I'm gonna give it a B plus. I actually really like what they're doing. Like I said, I hate teams. they signed they signed their O lot like their their team were rebuilding and they signed O lineman O lineman was with their big contracts and that makes sense because you're looking yeah. for the future. In my opinion, like I said, I hate teams that are like close to it and like just don't reach for it. The Steelers are no, they're not that close. I I just don't think they do, and they're at least trying to get everything they can out of the players that they have. You know what I'm saying? Just kind of yeah. Like, I think it's a lot different than the Eagles. The Eagles seem complacent. This team tries to like get the best out of what they can. And I don't think Trubisky is going to be unbelievable, but if you get him a good offensive line, that's going to make his chances of being good a lot higher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same okay. as every other quarterback. 49ers, you want to go? Um, Yeah, I'm going to give them a C-. minus. Again, a very similar team. The 49ers are a solid team, and they're close to being there. Once again, they really didn't do anything. They, I mean, it like, makes sense if you look at like the 49ers versus the Bills. I think it's just your own prejudice that's making you give the Bills a high score and not the 49ers. The 49ers are looking at themselves and saying, We just made the NFC Championship. Like, we're not going to make that many edits to our team. But I think, if I'm guessing, in your opinion, you don't think the 49ers are going to be able to repeat that. So, I think, from I a think, perspective, think, they're saying we can I make think, it with the team that we have. I think it's different because the Bills and the 49ers have the 49ers have, in my opinion, a lot more holes than the Bills. When I look at a 49ers team, I see George Kittle, I see Debo Samuel, I see Fred Warner, I see Nick Bosa, and I see everyone else is pretty much replace, replaceable. Brandon, well, that's a lot of great talent right there. If I'm Brandon Ayuk, I mean they've got a lot of talent Brandon on that team. He's not that good, in my, in my humble opinion. I think I think he's very good. I think Brandon Ayuk is very good. <laughs> I do. I, I think Brandon Ayuk oh, is very good. Oh, what? I. I look at their team and I see that there, I see a lot of holes, even on the defensive side. And I think that they could have added a few more pieces and that would have helped them. I give the Niners a C plus. Oh, Seattle Seahawks. I like it. I like it. I don't hate it. I do not hate it. Don't love it though. Because they did kind of pay a lot of money. 
But I think they got a good return on Wilson. I'm going to give him a B minus. Drew, Drew Locke will not be the starter, by the way. All right. Sources tell me. <laughs> Sources tell you. I'm going to give them a C plus because obviously they traded away, traded away um, Wilson. When I look at these signings, like I said, I like these signings because it keeps this team. This team will not be very competitive, but they're not going to win zero games. You know, without Wilson, this team is not very good, but they made some solid defensive signings, some signings that will help build this team to the future. That's why I give them a solid grade. All right, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I'm going to give them a B. They re-signed Fournette, re-signed Godwin, re-signed Jensen, Carlton Davis. Actually, you know, very they- sneaky signing. You know, very sneaky signing. Russell Gage. Russell Gage. You like it? And it's 10 mil a year, so it's not like he's on a complete bargain deal, but Russell yeah. Gage is a very sneaky signing. I think he's a talented wide receiver. He's, he's a very talented wide receiver. He's working with the best quarterback of all time. He's going to be very productive for the Falcons, uh, for the Buccaneers this year. That's my take. Um, You know, you can go. You can go. I just want to um, say that for now. Yeah, I actually really like trading of Shaq Mason they gave up very little and Logan Ryan I think is a very good signing I think they they did lose a few pieces but ultimately I think they were able to get it back and I like what they did you know they paid Leonard Fournette 21 mil that's actually not terrible that's not terrible um and at this point he's contributed a lot to the team so it's about maintaining the guys that they have I think it could have crumbled a lot worse for them and of course when you've got the greatest quarterback of all time it can't be that bad I'm going to give them a B, a B, (laughs) they get a B. Okay, Tennessee Titans. Let's look at the Titans. Honestly, honestly, let's see what they did here. I don't, I don't think I like the Titans, to be honest. Well, yeah, no, I'm going to give them a B minus. They got Robert Woods, so that's pretty scary. Julio is, is on Titans. No. Yes. No, he's a free agent. He's a free agent. Wow. No one's got him. But still, um, Robert Woods and AJ Brown are very scary. Um, I don't know. I just don't know. This might just be my own prejudice. I just don't know if I have trust in the Titans, honestly. Um, and I don't know if these moves really boost their team enough. That's why I'm gonna give him a B minus. I'm gonna Dr. Give- Hilliard was a big signing too. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, I'm going to give them a B. Like I said, I really like the Robert Woods signing. I think that Robert Woods is going to be what they wanted Julio Jones to be. I really like them signing Austin Hooper. That's a very solid signing under the radar. But besides that, they just re-signed some other players. You know what? Okay, just a quick little note, quick little note, quick little note. Going off about Austin Hooper. There's a lot of teams in the NFL, you look at them, you say, they need a good tight end. They don't have a tight end. I feel like teams that want to rely on the tight end, find a way to incorporate some tight end, even if you haven't heard of them. Some tight end will get value. In some offenses, in some teams, the tight end role is just not utilized a lot. I don't even know if I'm specifically talking about the Titans. I think that uh, Austin Hooper... I think he could very well have a good season because I know Anthony Fersker and other random tight ends would do well. But I think that some teams, like, um, I'm trying to think. I know that there's some, like, what's, like, an elite 
NFL team that just like doesn't have a tight end. And then people say like, oh, they're we-. like, okay, the Rams maybe their weakness is tight end. They had Higby, but I'm just saying like I think sometimes NFL teams just don't utilize tight ends in their game plan as much, and it's important to recognize that. Instead, like you can't just immediately assume that if they get a better skilled tight end, that it's actually going to be more productive. But that's yeah. just a little side note. You can go back to the Titans now. Um. Yeah, I think what the Titans did is solid. I like what they did. Finally, Washington Commanders. What do you think? I'm going to get a lot of hate. I think Carson Wentz is underrated. You switch up so much on Carson Wentz. You switch up every month on Carson Wentz, man. Oh, my I, God. No, no, no. Not every month. I'll tell you this. I thought he was overrated when he was with the Eagles. I really disliked him. People give him too much hate for what he did last year. He threw 27 touchdowns, seven interceptions, 3,563 yards, and a 95 passer rating. He is not unbelievable by any standard, but I think people are treating him at the same level of Baker Mayfield, and I think that is so unfair and so disrespectful to... You think Carson Wentz is better than Baker Mayfield? Yes, substantially. Interesting. Very interesting. I think he's on a completely different caliber. I think that people have to understand that Carson Wentz statistically had a solid season last year. And people, if but you know the Colts are good at making solid quarterbacks. I mean, they make Jacoby Brissett a solid quarterback. Philip Rivers had a solid season. That's just kind of what their offense does, you could say. Yeah, but I, I think that I think that Commanders will definitely be more of a test. I think that um, I have a lot of respect for the Colts system in general that they kind of negate like errors. And I think you know you look at Taylor Heineke, like he was out there just going crazy. Um, I'm saying Carson Wentz will likely have a lot more freedom on this offense, so he could either thrive or you remember that he's not that good, you know? So it'll be definitely a testing year for Carson Wentz. Um, you, you, are you sure that he's going to be a starter is the question. Am I sure no? Would I bet on it? Yes. I mean, this is the thing. Did, did, I, give the, did I give them a grade, the commanders? No, you did not. You did not. That's what I thought. I'm going to give them a C plus because even though I like the Wentz trade and I like, I think he's underrated as a player. I think he fits other teams. And I don't really know what direction that this team is going in. Like, are they trying to win? Are they trying to lose? What are they trying to do here? It's still a bit confusing to me. And this team is far from contending. And in my opinion, far, not far, but not a, not a thinking team. And they're kind of stuck in this mediocre stuff. So, um, yeah. So what do you? I'm gonna give them a C plus. I'm gonna give them. Yeah, I'm gonna give them a C plus also. Um, interesting to see what's gonna happen with this defense that was so hyped up last year and then just so bad. Maybe uh, you think about two years ago. Um, same thing happened to the Cowboys. They were terrible, but then this year the Cowboys actually had a good. Wait, right? That was what happened this year. The Cowboys had a good defense, or was it really bad this year? No, it was very good this year. So I thought, yeah, yeah. So two years ago, the Cowboys defense was hyped up to be super good. They were really bad, oddly, and then the next year they were better. So um, maybe a bounce back year for that Washington defense, and then Carson Wentz can can do his role, and they could they could make it into the playoffs. Maybe sneak in there. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Okay, that does it for our playoff grades. Thank you for watching, listening.
Remember to tell your friends about From the Den and bear down. Bear down.